You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From baseball's top personalities. The Hall of Famer, one of the great TV broadcasters, Bob Costas is here on A's Cast Live. To the A's legendary players. Five-time Major League Baseball home run champ, Mark McGuire is with us here. You never know what stories you're going to hear. We used to come out here to lunch and run with our shirts off. <laughs> you would say. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. You're going to love this edition of A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. Today, you're going to get the big lefty Kyle Muller. You're going to get the future at first base or wherever he's going to be. He is the future. Tyler Soderstrom and then the big catcher, first round pick out of the University of Arizona, Daniel Susak. We'll start with the big lefty Kyle Muller. Kyle Muller's here with us here on A's Cast Live from Ho-Ho Camp Park. I've been waiting for this interview, and you have no idea why, but welcome to A's Cast, and welcome to the Oakland Athletics. Thank you. you. I'm very excited to be here. You did something last year, like when you got traded over here, and we were looking you up, you did something that we couldn't believe. It's like finding Bigfoot. You had a complete game. Okay, so we were talking about that. I don't know – if it was, it might have been a seven-inning complete game. It and a says a CG. Well, if that's the case, then yeah, I have a complete game. Run with it, baby. <laughs> I am. I will. <laughs> we didn't even have a complete game last year, the A's. Really? Seriously, it's yeah. unreal. No, it's with the whole new, you know, way they're managing games and uh, starters are only really going five innings, and then you just give it to the bullpen. It's a, uh, it's a rare occurrence, um, for sure. But it's all always super cool when you see the starter go the whole way. So when you get traded over here, we yeah. always talk about how Oakland is the land of opportunity. Yeah. You're not blocked. Nobody's blocked here. You're going to get a chance to play in the big leagues. So how excited were you when you got traded over knowing that? I, I was ecstatic. I mean, I, I, I really was. Um, you know, obviously my time in Atlanta, there was a lot of great moments, a lot of, uh, you know, tough ones. There, there's a lot of good arms over there. Um, and we had a situation where we had – five guys in the triple a rotation that were on the 40 man so if they needed a spot start it was like whoever's day it was is going up so um, that's a luxury right there yeah no like there was one series that we went and three guys from triple a we won the whole series uh against miami but um you know that's all i've wanted is just an opportunity to you know go out there every five days pitch in the major leagues and um and and see where i'm at because right now everything i've every time i've gone to the major leagues it felt like a tryout you know, I go up for a day, pitch, and then I get sent home on a flight the next morning. Um, so there's no there's no routine, there's no comfort. Like I, that's that's all I'm, you know, waiting on and and excited to have that opportunity here. Well, you know, I think about comparisons right now. You know, in the Bay Area, Madison Bumgarner had a, an outstanding career yeah. with the San Francisco Giants. So we lived it, we got to see it from across the bay. Uh, that's a pretty good guy to be compared to. Yeah. Uh, obviously, when you're big and you're left-handed, people are going to talk about that. But just talk about your game and what you're working on and what A's fans can expect. Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely um, – I know one thing that stood out about him in his career because watching him, I was a big fan, was just his overall competitiveness. You know, he was – whether he had his best stuff or his worst stuff, he was always in there, uh, you know, help trying to help his team win. And I'd say I'm pretty similar in that regard, very competitive on the mound. Um you know, it, I, I've had a lot of time and a lot of innings in the minor leagues, so I know, you know, what I do well as a pitcher. You know, I'm 
four pitches, fastball, curveball, slider, changeup. Um, I, I feel comfortable throwing them, you know, at any time. Um, but, yeah, you know, just being competitive, staying in the game, and, um, you know, there, I, I like to bring a lot of energy as well, you know. So, um, I, 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 like I said, I, I'm, I'm super excited. I, I, I hope the A's fans are too. Well, they are super excited because they know that you're going to be a guy that's going to be uh, doing some great things yeah. with the Oakland Athletics. And, and the sense that I get from you, it's kind of the same thing. I don't know how much you've talked with Tyler Soderstrom, our, our, our first-round pick from a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. But there just gets a point to where you go, I'm ready. Yeah, You're done with the minor leagues. Yeah. I can tell just listening to you, like, I've done this, spot starts. I, I th- Your time is now. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It is. It is. And, and, and to have that chance to um... – you know, to, to break with the team, like, I, I, I still have to prove myself here. You know, like, what I've done in AAA doesn't mean that I'm going to have success in, in the major leagues. So I have, you know, like, this camp is still very important. Uh, I'm not going into the, this whole thing thinking that I've got a rotation spot lock because there's a lot of good arms in there. And, I like, I still need to prove myself. They haven't seen me. I haven't, you know, gotten to be around them. So, um, you know, going into it with a, a competitive mindset, um and the mentality that you know nothing's everything's earned nothing's given so um but yeah no like it's it, it, it's great i am over the minor leagues though yeah good for you yeah <laughs> I, I'm t- I didn't want to be up here riding the planes and staying yeah. in the great hotels yep. and, and, and something that I, I can tell also and we talk about this all the time on the show the one thing i see with pitchers is that you know, some guys go out to survive and other guys go out to win right there is a difference i can already tell with you there's a reason you're going out there. You're not going out there just to survive. 100%. It's win day when you get out there. Absolutely. I mean, if you're if you're taking the mound with any other mentality, then you know you probably should do a little self-reflecting. I mean, it's it's tough sometimes in the minor leagues because uh, you know a lot of it is you know they say play for the name on the back at that point. But until you get to the major leagues, there's really not a whole a lot of team atmosphere, team like we're all pulling from the same you know end of the rope. But um, you know just being here early in camp, we've really preached that. And um, there's, there's a lot of young guys, a lot of people with not a whole lot of experience. And so everyone's kind of in the same boat. And uh, it's really exciting. It's really exciting. I haven't had this, like, team feeling of everybody, like, you know, wanting to prove, you know, a lot of people wrong. Because there's been a lot of reports. A Boom. Lot of, yeah. No, there, I've been talking about, like, are people going to have – you got all these people saying this team's going to stink. You got lot. no chance. At what point yeah. do you have a chip on your shoulder? Because they're not talking about me. They're not talking about Katze. Yeah. They're not talking about they're, – they're talking about you guys. It's funny. It, it, it really is because, you know, I haven't even pitched an inning in an Oakland A's uniform, and just hearing those things get me fired up. Nice. You know, it's, it's, I like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be a part of this this thing. And, um, you know, I, I know a lot of guys on the team too already, and I, I think we're all kind of in the same mentality of we're ready to, you know, mess up a lot of people's uh, – seasons and then see how successful we can be i like it these are going to be short and sweet but i can't wait to talk to you back in oakland more long form uh we do the show right on the field before game so uh, i'm hoping you're going to be a big a's cast live fan favorite yeah me too i hope so it's great meeting you good luck to you stay healthy thank you very much 
Tyler Soderstrom joins us here on A's Cast Live. We all know his projection and what we expect coming up here in the future. Former number one pick for the Oakland Athletics out of the Central Valley. How are you? I'm good, man. Yeah, pleasure to be on. Yeah, it's great to have you again. A, a lot has changed since the last time we had you on. You were just coming out of high school. You just got drafted. Uh, talk about the difference from, from, from the last time we saw you to what we have now. Yeah, man, just uh, got drafted out of high school in 20, so, you know, got matured a little bit, uh, definitely got a little bigger and stronger, a little bit older, so just got more comfortable in the organization. It's been, it's been a fun ride. And it's been an interesting ride, especially for the guys of, of your era, and hopefully we'll never see it again, but, you know, with COVID hitting and then all of a sudden you're at the alternate site down in San Jose, it wasn't your average start of, of a career. Uh, have you been able to grow from from – I would say that that strange time. Yeah, it was pretty pretty crazy. Everything happened so fast. I got drafted, and the next thing I know, and I'm up in San Jose with all these guys that have been in AAA and up and down the big leagues for a long time. So it was uh, definitely a, a learning experience for me. I, I got to learn a lot from it, being around those older guys so early in my career. Um, so I think that definitely helped me. Um, it was pretty crazy. Like you go from the alternate side to be around all these older guys, and I start my career off in Stockton. I'm back with so it was kind of like a young guys <laughs> back with a young guys. So it was like yeah. it was kind of a different feel, but uh, I got used to it, and it was, it was good. Yeah. So uh, being around those guys, talk about how that really helped you, not only from a catching standpoint, catching all those veteran guys, and people need to know that his father, former big leaguer, I played against your dad in college. Uh, You've been catching and playing with a lot of older guys, but here you were playing with guys that had some big league experience and then hitting against those guys, what that meant to you. Yeah, it was uh, definitely, like I said, it was a great learning experience for me. Um, I was super young going into it, um, haven't, hadn't really caught out of high school, so it was definitely a learning experience there. I had to learn how to slow the game down. It's definitely way faster than high school baseball, so I had to kind of learn how to slow the game down Definitely work on some minor things like my blocking and receiving. So I've worked really hard on that stuff. So that stuff's come a long way. And the hitting side of it, I've always been a pretty simple hitter in the box. I like to just slow stuff down. And I kind of use that approach there. And it went well for me. I uh, saw some pretty good success for my first kind of stint in pro ball. So it went good, yeah. Now we talk a lot about where are you going to end up. So we want to get it from the horse's mouth. What, what do you think? Is it first base? Is it catcher? The bat's going to play. We know that. That's why you're going to have a long career in the big leagues. But where do you want to play defensively? That's the thing, man. Like, I, I feel, me as an athlete, like, I, I feel really versatile. I feel like I could contribute anywhere. Um, I love doing both of them. Honestly, I mean, I love catching. I love playing first base. Um, so, I mean, I would be happy to play either position, man. So, uh, I'm just kind of here to take little things here and there and just keep getting better at those positions and, I mean, I, I would love to catch in the big leagues. I'd love to play first in the big leagues, and I'd also love to hit in the big leagues. So wherever the, the A's want me to play, I'm going to play and just be happy with it. Well, and also the thing, you're athletic enough. I remember we talked to you, you played some shortstop. You can play outfield. I mean, is there really anything you can't play? Uh, I don't think I could play shortstop in the big leagues, no. Good uh, challenge, Nick <laughs> Allen. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think Nicky, Nicky's got me there for sure. He's, he's pretty special out there. Um, but, yeah, I, I think – I could handle any corner spot on the infield, and uh, I think I could definitely handle catching too. So, yeah. So a lot of possibilities for you. So it, what is the key goal for you in this camp? Um, obviously, I want to I wanna get to the big leagues as quickly as possible, so I want to have a good spring, um, make the decision a little harder for them, obviously, um, and just push my way up there as quick as I can. So 
obviously learn from the old guys as much as I can, uh, keep taking stuff from them to help me become a better player and just get to the get to the show as quick as I can. Yeah, I like that. Make them make a tough decision. Yeah. I, sure. I, I, I love that idea because I know for you, you've done AAA, yep. right? I mean, do you feel like you have much left to, to do in AAA? I mean, I was on there for two weeks, realistically. Um, I felt super comfortable up there. Um, I know it was towards the end of the season. So, I mean, honestly, I feel like I can handle anything right now. Uh, I had a really good offseason, put a lot of work in. Um, so, I feel really strong right now, really comfortable in all aspects of my game. So, I'm excited to get the spring going and just see where that takes us. What do you think you learned most this offseason? Um, it was actually, like, last offseason, um, I kind of had that oblique thing going on from my first uh, pro season in Stockton. So it's my first healthy offseason, so I kind of had to learn how to balance all that. So it was actually really good to have, a, like, a good full healthy offseason, though, because I was able to get all my work in. I was able to start hitting a lot earlier than I did last year, so it was good. Well, that's something also that you start to learn as a professional. You're playing more games than ever before. Yep. There's also there's the mental health, the physical health. Yep. How do you take care of yourself in the off season? Yep. Do, do you think you've now settled into a nice routine or at least established a routine? Yeah, definitely. I think I definitely have established a good routine. Like the most important part is staying healthy. That's the hardest part, I feel like, in my opinion, uh, just to stay healthy and be able to get on the field every day. If you can be on the field every day, I feel like you're going to put yourself – in line to succeed because you're going to be consistent. You're going to be playing every day. Your bat's going to feel good. You're not going to go lose two weeks and then have to kind of work your way back. So it's good. Just So I think I've just established staying healthy is the most important part, and I think that goes into a lot of your off-season training. you got to really have a good worth ethic, worth ethic in the off-season to kind of keep your body healthy through the season. Has there been a veteran guy that you've – become good friends with that you pick his ear and you've learned a lot from um obviously I mean Murph was really good to us all last year he always helped us in anything that we need whether that's kind of learning how to do scouting reports and stuff like that I know we have Shay now he's been up there with a little experience we have Manny who's been in the big leagues for I think eight plus years so he's uh he's helped us a lot too so it's obviously a pretty younger younger clubhouse in there this year um but uh yeah I mean obviously me and also Dalton Jeffries um, same hometown. He's been there and done it. So I've uh, definitely taken a lot away from all those guys. Did you go back home for the for the for the winter? I did. I actually spent um, some time down here in Arizona um, this year, but I went home for Thanksgiving, Christmas. Went to Tahoe for New Year's with some of my friends and family. So it was good. Well, living the good life, not bad. Yeah. Uh, does your dad still have the uh, school down there in the Central Valley? Does that is that still going? Yeah, he's still doing the backyard sports academy. Um, so yeah, he spends a lot of time doing that helping out the local kids and it's not um it's more of the like on the younger kids side it's not real like high school orientated but we have like little wood bat leagues that they do in the summertime and they do soccer and basketball and a whole bunch of other stuff down there so it's good well i can tell you a lot of people are looking forward to seeing you in an oakland a's uniform yeah. really soon so hopefully they do have to make that tough decision yeah Hopefully they do, yeah. So, yeah, thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for coming out into the cold. We appreciate oh, yeah. it, and Anytime. good luck. And hopefully next time we see you, we'll be in Oakland. Awesome, man, yeah. Take care. You too, man.
Well, we're now with Daniel Susak, former number one pick for the Oakland Athletics out of the University of Arizona. Back in uh, the Valley of the Sun, I, you know, you guys are always telling us down here in Arizona, it's hot, it's, we're going to be golfing in shorts. What's going on with the weather? It happens sometimes. You know, it gets cold here. It's a desert. You'll get the coldest of the cold and the hottest of the hot, unless you go to Tucson. Great weather every day. That's what I like to say. But, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's always bad, but, you know, can't complain. Playing baseball. So the last time we talked to you was in Oakland after you'd been drafted. How's life been since? It's been good. You know, first time, I would say, since probably ever that I had more than two weeks off, you know, being a catcher, you know, sometimes you need that time off. I always played football or I had fall ball in college. So, you know, have that four-month period to really work on my body, work on getting ready again. It was nice. Yeah, we just talked to uh, Tyler about that to where, you know, you start to get into a routine about how to take care of yourself physically and mentally. So you're finding that. I am, yes. You know, it was weird because I always watched my brother do it growing up, but I would always go to school or then, you know, go to football practice. So it's, you know, nice to have it on your own way. You get to do it, you know, I get to do what he did for a living now. And that is the benefit of having an older brother, seeing what he did for a routine, you know, implementing that for myself. Yeah, and then also there's that time going from the college season to drafted to playing, a time that you need to step back and breathe a little bit, right? What was that like being able to, to step back and go, okay, we're now really starting the career? Yeah, it was nice for about a month, you know. Finally get a little break, but then, you know, you want to play baseball again, especially after getting drafted, you know, only playing in about 20 games in Stockton. You know, you kind of start to get into a groove after about 20 games, and then, you know, your season's over. So just ready to get back out there and get going again. What was the number one thing you wanted to work on this offseason? I would say flexibility. Being a taller guy, it's huge. You know, trying to get as low as you can because you're already higher up when you're catching than everybody else. That and, you know, staying back behind the ball when I'm hitting. Whenever I get in trouble, it's usually I'm drifting towards the ball. So if I can always stay behind, I always give myself a chance. Yeah, being a big catcher, that, that's that's an interesting flexibility yeah. is, is a big player, and that's something that, I mean, that's something you've always dealt with being a big catcher. Mm-hmm. What 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 is the key, though, for you to, to be able to maintain the body like that? I would say just consistency. You know, if you let it – you have to stay ahead of the problem, basically. You know, keep doing – your pre-work so you don't have to, you know, deal with the post-work later. If you keep doing it beforehand, you'll never have to deal with the problem after the after the fact. So, you know, just beating it before it actually happens. You know, when I think about a catcher, you need to know all your pitchers, right? Mm-hmm. And now you get into minor league baseball, you're going to have a ton of different pitchers. Guys are coming, guys are going. Yep. Far different than being on a college staff where you know all the same guys, you're partying with those guys, you've known them for years. What do you think that process is going to be like? You only had those few games in Stockton, but what do you think that process will be like handling all these different pitchers? It's fun. I actually I think that's my favorite part of being a catcher, you know, meeting somebody at the mound, asking them what they're working on today, you know, always finding something in common. You know, maybe we know this guy from his college, something like that, getting to know them on a personal level because every pitcher is different, especially pitchers are the most unique position in terms of personalities. But it's fun. You know, you get to catch these big league pitchers and you start to realize, like, they have the best stuff in the world. Just like, you know, a guy in low A, guys in college have the same type of stuff, but they're throwing it where they want it every time. And it's really fun as a catcher knowing you're getting it in that spot that you want it. So when pitchers catchers report, you know, a lot of people just see the video and they just see guys throwing on the mound. And, hey, this guy threw 40 pitches. How did it look? But for you, what does that mean to catch all these different guys doing these bullpens? How does that help you? It's a huge help, you know, catching bullpens, it's a lot better practice than people give it credit for. You know, they think you're just back there, you know, get the pitcher his action, get, you know, just stand back there and catch his pitches. But 
you know, you're working on stuff too, working on receiving, you know, that change up they spike, you know, can you block it? You're getting ready for a real game as well. And, you know, it's good to get those four bullpens a day because it's simulating just like a game for four yeah. or five innings, and it's nice. From a hitting standpoint, you ready to rock? Oh, yeah, I'm ready to go, ready to see some live pitching. Yeah, so yeah. you guys haven't done much yet. No, I've been catching them, but I'm excited. You know, whenever I get to hit, I'm excited to go. Yeah, games are going to be starting here this Saturday. Have they talked about how much playing time you're going to have? I have not heard anything about that. You know, if I get any at-bats at all, I'll be, I'll be happy with that. Oh, you're getting A-Bs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm just ready for a pinch hit in the ninth against Hayter, So, <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah. what, what do you want to accomplish this spring offensively? Uh, I would just say staying balanced. I think if I'm balanced, I always have a chance. I always trust my hands. I think in college, you know, I expanded the zone a little bit too much, but I think that was a product of drifting to the ball. So if I stay behind it and trust my eyes, I think I'll be all right. Yeah, we, we talk a lot about that, especially with the A's, being able to work the count, get the right pitches, swinging at strikes. Yep. You know, too many times we, we see with the numbers, numbers go down when you don't swing at strikes. Definitely. Is that How do you work on that from a, a mental standpoint when you're not actually swinging the bat? Some people may not understand, but there's a lot of visualization and, and how when to swing, when not to swing, and recognizing strikes versus not. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing I have to work on post-college is when to get my A swing off versus when to battle. I think if I had to guess 70, 75% of my at-bats in college, I had two strikes. And, you know, I could thrive in two strikes at that level, but, you know, when somebody's throwing a nastier slider or a better pitch, it's a little tougher. So, you know, maybe earlier in the count getting my pitch, knowing when maybe a 2-0 fastball is your swing where maybe you take that, hey, I'm going to hammer this pitch for a home run, versus yeah. a 2-2 slider low and away, you're not hitting that ball out. You know, just take it the other way, get your hit. I love that, the A swing, when you're, yep. you're ready to let it rip. This may be a question that will be better for next spring training, but how much has catching better pitchers, professional pitchers, helped you offensively? Ooh, I don't know yet. I haven't had a live at bat yet, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it might be better yeah. next year. I got to, I got to, I got to see it first. But I would say a lot. You know, you get to see the best stuff every day. So when you see it at the plate, you know, it's not something you've never seen before. It's not foreign. So. Seeing that rep every single day will definitely help you at the plate in one way or another. Even if it doesn't help you that day, it helps you eventually down the road. Now, you're a full-time Arizona guy, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we should expect what we're expecting right now. Sometimes, yeah. It's uh. When do we get the 80 degrees of the shorts out? Oh, we'll get it out? soon. We'll get it soon. About a week or two. So is this always – because this we're actually here very early for us. Yeah. And this Is this pretty normal? Yes and no. I mean, last week it was perfect. Sometimes it's like this. It goes through spurts, you know, three, four days. It's cold, and then it'll go 80 for a month, and people won't say a word about it because it's expected. But sometimes I take Arizona weather for granted. I don't think people realize how good it is during the spring. So do you rep the uh, rep Wildcats around here with all these Sun Devils? I do. I went to a couple of their games this weekend. They were playing out here at uh, – they played at Salt River, and then they also played at Sloan Park. So I went to a couple of games. They beat Tennessee, lost to Fresno State, beat – UC San Diego and beat Michigan State. So 3-1 is not bad. No, I like it. I like it. Well, hey, yeah. thanks for the time. Appreciate yep. you coming out in the cold. Thank you. And then uh, hopefully we'll see you again soon, hopefully in Oakland. Yeah, hopefully. We'd like to thank Kyle Moeller, Tyler Soderstrom, and Daniel Susak for stopping by A's Cast Live from Ho-Ho Camp Park. Always love being down there. And thank you for listening to A's Unfiltered. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.